from runasradio.com, you're listening to Run As Radio, the weekly internet audio talk show for IT professionals with Richard Campbell and Greg Hughes. This is Carl Franklin introducing show number 42 with guest Kirk Monroe, recorded Thursday, January 17th, 2008. Run As Radio is produced each week by Pwop Productions, offering professional media and podcasting services online at pwop.com. Hi, this is Richard Campbell, and you're listening to Run As Radio. With me, as always, my co-host, Greg Hughes. Hey, Richard. How's it going? Not too bad. Looking forward to winter slowly fading away. Now that I'm getting up early again, I'm starting to see sunlight in the early hours instead of it being all dark. Yeah, just uh, just prior to uh, our start this morning here uh, for our recording session, I looked outside and it's snowing again. Uh, Had more more snow this year, certainly, than the last few years. Global warming, baby. <laughs> La Nina, I think they call this. <laughs> Google it, people. <laughs> All right, Greg, let's introduce our guest. Kirk Monroe, the world's first self-proclaimed poshaholic, is a senior software developer for Quest Software, where he is very happy working as a member of the Power GUI team. He is also the recipient of the Microsoft Most Valuable Professional MVP Award for his work in the Windows Server Admin Frameworks PowerShell category. Kirk has spent the last four years working on Windows management products at Quest, specializing in data retrieval from Active Directory and Exchange data sources. These days, he spends pretty much all of his time working with PowerShell and PowerGUI, writing his blog and helping others in the PowerShell community. You can contact him by leaving him a note at his blog at www.poshaholic.com. You know, when I first saw this, I thought postaholic, which I could deal with, but poshaholic? What is, we're not talking about posh spice here, right? No. You sure? Well, I sure hope not. I actually put a joke about that on my blog. Because that's a very different show. So by posh, I guess you're talking about an abbreviation of PowerShell? PowerShell. Okay. Ah, yeah. uh, okay. I All get right, it deep now. breaths. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. I don't think we've given near enough love to PowerShell. We've had a couple of shows where we've discussed it, but, um, that, the, the applications of it are so so broad and and can go so deep that um I think you're right you know the more the more we talk about it especially from an IT pro standpoint you know I mean, I've seen developers using it to build some really cool product automation type stuff uh, but I've also seen IT pros using it to really help them do their jobs more reliably better and and to automate a lot of stuff the the only concern I have, of course, is what PowerShell will ultimately work with. And and it's interesting looking at your bio here, Kirk, that you know, Active Directory and Exchange, to me, those are the only two things I know PowerShell can really dig into because they're they're properly configured so that PowerShell has access to everything. It's much bigger than that though. Um PowerShell it it gives you access to well, they have built in commandlets that are gonna give you access to things like Exchange. Right. Um, and then also your local file system and working with computers remotely and whatnot. Um, however, it goes beyond that because they've gone and they've integrated com, .NET, ADSI, and WMI all within the one scripting environment. Right. So really the sky's the limit. If I mean, if, if I as a developer can code it in .NET, then I can do the same thing in PowerShell just fine. Right. I'm, I'm just thinking about the applications plumbing uh, you know, they think that the Exchange team did a really exceptional job of making sure that everything was deeply accessible into Exchange. 
to give all those commands and so forth, where I think uh, SQL Server is probably not there yet. No, but that's coming. They have uh, PowerShell support coming for SQL Server 2008. Um, I think it's going to be fairly uh, light PowerShell support from the start, but uh, it's definitely coming in more and more products over time. Yeah, this is it's just takes time to, to integrate these things. I, I think that the basic concept is undeniable, that, that this is really serious scripting, and it just takes that whole challenge off the table that you don't have to come up with different ways of doing it. This is the right way. No more command line, super command structures for us. Mm-hmm. It's also um, with how consistent it is. I mean, it makes it so that you can switch from one environment to another and just keep using things in a nice, same, consistent fashion. That's something I think really stands out for PowerShell. It doesn't it does, you don't have to learn a completely different API set that might follow a completely different syntax and format just to go and access a different data store. And is that the main thing about this is getting into data stores? I guess there's, there's also, I mean, I've, I've looked at some of the IIS 7 stuff where I was basically able to write a complete provisioning script in PowerShell without uh, to to set up a, a, a web server, do all of the configurations. It was just stunning how powerful mm-hmm. it was. Yeah, it's just about getting into data stores and pulling out data. No, it's working with your environment. It's automating it. It's creating it. Uh, people use PowerShell to go and and populate um, maybe an Active Directory test environment automatically, going and creating all the users and setting all that up. You can use it for, for, for provisioning. You can use it um, to manage local systems and, and on, a, on a large scale basis. Whether you're working with with you know one machine or a thousand machines, the script doesn't become more complex, and you can do the same amount of work as the one as one person working with PowerShell. And it and it's that very recursive nature, I think, of PowerShell, where you can have these commands calling themselves so that they can iterate through large chunks of data pretty automatically. Mm-hmm. The also, pipelining that they put in is quite exceptional. It also makes me think that boy, you could really wreak havoc on someone with PowerShell. You certainly could. You certainly could. They uh, <laughs> they did a good job to put in some some security safeguards in PowerShell version one because of that. So you can't, um, as opposed to like VBScript, you can't take a PS1 file, which is a PowerShell script, and just double click on it on your system after you install PowerShell and have it run and do something. You have to explicitly either configure your system if you want to allow that support, or you have to execute your script within PowerShell itself and. Even then, you still have to indicate whether you're going to support signed scripts or not and what kind of scripts you're going to allow to, to run because of all the problems that end up coming out of VB scripts being used to put viruses and whatnot on people's machines. So uh, um, Server 2003 is locked down enough that PowerShell is really not going to tear it apart No, uh, by it, default? No, by default, it's not going to at all. You install PowerShell and... You can go and you can do your ad hoc scripting. You can run commands yourself as you type them in on the command line, just like you could inside of command.exe. But if you want to actually take somebody's script and you run it, by default, you can't. Right. Unless it's a signed script that you trust from some from some uh, published source. And that, I mean, then that means you as an administrator said, I trust scripts with this uh, certificate. That's correct. Okay, so I mean, there's a fair bit of commitment there. You've you have to have really deliberately said, no, no, look, my kimono is open. For, for to allow this to happen. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. Uh, Power GUI. And the first I heard about it, I actually think it was from a listener who said, how come we haven't brought this up? And then, you know, lo and behold, we all got connected together. Uh, what's it all about? Oh, well, uh, thanks to that listener for bringing this to your guys' attention. Um, Power GUI is... That's uh, the brainchild of Dmitry Sotnikov, um, who's another uh, PowerShell MVP. Um, and he's my manager here at Quest. Um, back, uh, when 
the exchange support was coming out for PowerShell and with all the exchange command lines that they were adding. And we started looking at that and seeing all the kind of power you could do with PowerShell. And Dimitri came up with the idea of, of wrapping it in, uh, in an admin console, kind of like MMC, but that's totally customizable. So, so out of that came Paragui, which is this administrative console. It looks very much like MMC, yet all of the items that you're going to see in the tree on the left-hand side are PowerShell scripts. So you might have a node named computers and you click on that node and you get a list of your computers in your environment. And that's, it's a script that's in behind that that's actually being executed. And that script is totally open source. So if you want to customize that script for your environment, you can just go and crack open the properties of that node and change that script to make it do what you want it to do. And then you can do this for, for any type of object and, and you can add more and more nodes through collections that they call uh, power packs. So um, out of the box, PowerGUI comes with a power pack for Exchange, one for Active Directory, one for your uh, network, one for local system. And um, each of these power packs works against the different data stores and it comes with a set of predefined nodes. And when you're going through and pulling up the data from these nodes, you're going to get a collection of uh, of things you can do with that data. So let's say you're looking at mailboxes and you want to move them or uh, you're looking at a collection of users that you want to disable. Well, you can just pull up the list inside of Paragui, select those, and then, for example, if you're going to disable them, click on the disable action. And it's going to go and run a PowerShell script to bulk disable those users for you. Wow. This is really potent stuff. And I'm, and I'm looking at a few screenshots from the website, paragui.org, and uh, and some other blog posts and things. Folks have been really playing with this. Uh, it's, I mean, in, this, in, in the end, this is just a script repository, right? Sorted in by categories, but you're also able to run the scripts and see their results. Yeah, yeah. It's a great learning tool for, for PowerShell, too, um, because it allows you to work with your data in, in a more visual manner, maybe if you're not as used to doing scripting. And it's absolutely a script repository. And because of the extensibility it has, I mean, the, the product itself isn't open source, but because it shows all of the PowerShell scripts that are there, you can use those to create your own scripts. You can share those back with the community. And so through the course of the past year, um, this product has really grown out of a community uh, grassroots effort um, from um, people contributing scripts that they want us to go and plug into the product ourselves versus adding their own directly into the product and then sharing that. Or um, other things that have come out of the community with this have been... Uh, uh, people who have liked the product so much that they've gone and they said, well, I want to localize this. And so uh, Paragui already supports multiple languages in, in the product itself today. And that's all based on community effort on people who just love the product so much that they want to translate it for us and and make it available for free. Oh, and Paragui is available for free. I definitely have to bring that up. Oh, right. Of course. Free. Uh, I mean, you're connected to Quest and Dimitri's obviously connected to Quest. Somehow Quest has a relationship here to to uh to PowerShell that kind of surprises me actually. Uh but you've uh, it's sponsored by Quest but it is freely downloadable. And and like I said it's not open source. So you're no. not giving away the code, but anybody can contribute scripts if they want. Yes, absolutely. And as far as being freely downloadable, you don't even have to register. I mean, we like it if you register on the site where you can get it, which is paragui.org. Um but you don't have to. If you want to just be quietly somebody who downloads the product and uses it for free, you're more than welcome to do that. It is 100% free, no contact information required. And I just hopped on the site there and looked, and it's been downloaded 47,000 times, so somebody's got it. Yes, it's been quite a big success for us. There's a really strong, well, not just in PowerGUI. I mean, there's a really strong community surrounding PowerShell. 
uh, Tony Redmond talked about that on your uh, in your interview with him. Talked about the PowerShell ecosystem that's growing uh, over the past year. It's just grown phenomenally, and and we've been able to to really see that in our PowerGUI community and through user participation and downloads. And uh, it's been a really really great hit for us. So PowerGUI has been available for what about three months now? No, it's been available for for a year now. Oh, really? Downloadable. I and mean, it's been in a beta state. It's still in a beta state. State. We are approaching declaring something that we'll actually call the release. Um, as far as the beta goes, it's rock solid. We just have kept it in beta because it allows us to um, quickly go through a bunch of revisions without having to declare a brand new officially sure. released product. So this has all grown from users coming onto the community site and giving feedback and telling us what they like and what they don't like about the product, things they'd like to see added. And we're able to do that quickly through a beta cycle. But this is a rock-solid product. Uh, it, I mean, I have never had any issues with this product in terms of the actual functionality that is in it today. And um, before I joined the team, I was working, even though I was in, within Quest, I wasn't involved with the PowerGUI team. They, work in a, they worked in a different office. So um, I was working as an end user, putting in a lot of these requests, and they're very responsive. They, they get the, the requests in very quickly. So I'm curious, um, the, the community involvement here, what are some of the things that the, the broader community has contributed to the PowerGUI uh, project or movement, if you will, that, that really um, has caught your eye or that really stands out and really adds to the value of using it on top of PowerShell? Well, you see, um, you see people like, uh, Darren Morelia contributing, uh, a, what we call a power pack for, um, group policy management. Um, so there he goes and adds this, this set of nodes and links and actions of things you can do with group policy using, using, uh, PowerShell command, commandlets. And you'll see other community contributions through, um, people who don't necessarily want to go and make a whole new, uh, snap-in, or maybe they just want to add something to an existing snap-in, and so they'll go onto the community site, and they'll post a script saying, you know, I've got a script that does this, and we'll talk to these people and say, well, can I go go include that in the in a snap-in? And, and they're, so far, all I've seen is that they're more than willing to share them, so it's been really great that we can grow the product that way. So if I'm the if I'm the guy that's you know uh, a system administrator or a network administrator working in an IT department with a team of people, probably pretty overwhelmed a lot of the time, um, very busy. Uh, maybe I've started to, to tinker around with PowerShell. Uh, this is the first time I'm hearing about PowerGUI. What what are some of the the big chunky reasons that PowerGUI should be interesting to me, and what what is it going to do for me in terms of improving my ability to do my job at a high level? Uh, in terms of an IT admin, it's a rich, customizable console. So um, if you're working with a team of admins, each maybe they each have uh, management over a certain area, um, you can customize this console for them so they can just come in, pull up this console, and have this this environment, including everything that they need to do in, inside of one package. And it can be different from admin to admin, so you can go and customize that as at your leisure. Um, also, it just brings it brings a lot of different areas, a lot of different management consoles, instead of having to think, well, which, you know, I need to go and, and well, something simple like enable this user like I used before, or I need to go and perform operation on this certain object. Which console do I have to open to go and do that? And how many clicks am I going to go and go through and do that? Well, this allows you to bring it all in under one, under one roof. Gotcha. Yeah. And I find that with many admins, each has their own little toolbox of, uh, of widgets of how they do certain things. 
And uh, when one of those guys is on vacation, and you know he had a very quick way to deal with this, but you don't necessarily know where it is. So the idea that I would have one repository for everybody's scripts uh, and you know, techniques for management is pretty compelling. Mm-hmm. And, and I guess it's pretty easy for me to take my own scripts and just add them in. I don't have to be part of a power pack or anything like that. Not at all. No, power packs is just kind of the name for the package. So when you're working with Paragui and you add some some scripts inside of this tree structure, or you add actions or links that you want to put into the into the interface, um, you don't have to export them at all. You can just go and add them at will. And you only create a power pack when you actually say, "Okay, well, I've got this nice package of of scripts, and I want to share it. So I want to export, and then you go through this process of picking what you want to export and so on, and then you can share this file with other people that they can import into their own." into their own shell. There's a lot a lot of interesting things here. I I mean I see um, I'm just sort of browsing as as we're conversing here through some of the power packs that are available. There's one for automated software testing. I haven't seen it before, but the it's uh starting to bring some ideas up in my mind for, you know, what you might do in sort of that one-stop shop, you know, visual interface. Mm-hmm. So in, in industry thought, I I think we're going to bounce back and forth between, you know, the capabilities of PowerShell versus Power GUI itself, but I always think of PowerShell as an admin tool, but I, I think there's a lot of other possibilities here of things that, that folks might be able to do with PowerShell. I see it being used internally here at Quest in a lot of different aspects. I see it um, as as far as test automation goes. We're definitely looking at that internally, and there are people who are using PowerShell in some aspect for test automation, including this snap-in. Um, so I see it being used in terms of uh, QC um, building up scripts to go and be able to go and test products by getting at the raw data underneath it very quickly and make sure that everything is, is working as expected. Um, then you see it being used in development because it's a great uh, ad hoc scripting environment and because it supports .NET, so you can very quickly do rapid prototyping, write your little scripts that you want and get the results of them very quickly without having to crack open a compiler and go through an, a, a build process or anything. You can just run line by line and you can step through code and whatever you'd like to do. So it's really quite... Quite versatile. And what do you write your scripts in? Is it that's actually I want to just get to that next. Uh, within <laughs> PowerGUI, there's two parts to it. If you go and you download PowerGUI, you're going to get this admin console, which is just named PowerGUI, and you also get this uh, another side product that's called the PowerGUI script editor. Um, Bruce Payette from the uh, Microsoft PowerShell team, he's the lead developer. He uh, co- coined it on the PowerShell blog as Notepad for PowerShell. Um, this script editor is uh, basically it, it's everything you would expect from, an, from some kind of an IDE for doing script development. It includes syntax highlighting. It's got IntelliSense. It has a debugger, which you can set breakpoints on, steppable code. Um, you can do block commenting and block uncommenting. Um, it's really quite powerful. Wow, it sounds very Visual Studio-ish. Yeah, it's very Visual Studio-ish, and it's, and it's 100% free as well. This comes in, you just download the one file, PowerGUI installer, and you get both these components. So we get a mix of people who are downloading more for the uh, script editor side of things because maybe they're not as con- concerned about having some rich admin console, but they just want to be able to debug scripts that they're working on in PowerShell. Or you get the people who are doing it uh, for the admin console side, and you get, of course you get a mixture of both. Right. So we actually have this real uh, interactive editor that we can step line by line and and look at reactions. I mean, that's a far cry from using Notepad and looking in the command line window for how the the script executed. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, it gives you like a watch window. You can see values of variables. You can drill down into those variables and see the properties of objects and whatnot. It really changes the PowerShell experience because without something like this, 
you can do it in PowerShell. You can do certain debugging and you can set certain places where you'll stop running codes. You can run scripts to test your own variables, but it's a real manual painstaking process. Whereas this gives you that functionality available all the time, just through a few button clicks. Yeah. It seems to lend itself very well to building much more advanced scripts. And right away, I'm, I'm thinking about how I would organize these things, uh, my way, uh, into task groups. You know, they are putting together all of the things that you need to do to set up a new user, a new employee in a company, which can be, uh, from an IT point of view, it's quite an arduous task. I mean, of creating the account, making sure the email account's set up, what privileges, what groups is he involved in, and it goes on and on and on and on. The idea that I could pretty much build a PowerShell script that would do all of those things and have it put it, put sep- uh, handled separately is, is quite compelling. Mm-hmm. It's just a ton and- of work. Even doing scripts like that, um, we see f- people coming into the uh, the Power GUI community site and going onto the forums and saying, "This is exactly what I want to do." And actually, this particular example, we have had come somebody come through recently saying they're trying to create a script that's going to do this very thing, automating the creation of the home directory, setting up the share and the permissions and whatnot. And there's a lot of people, myself included, who uh, step up and help these people out with these scripts so that they can they can debug it on their own inside of uh, inside of the script editor and when they're running into walls and they can't figure out what the next step is that they need, what the script is that they're missing, they turn to the community and the community is very responsive. And I mean, I talk about the Power GUI community on powergui.org, but uh, it doesn't matter if you go there or if you go to the PowerShell news groups or uh, there's another um, PowerShell community site that's uh, growing in popularity called powershellcommunity.org. And all, all these sites that you can go to and you can post questions. And I mean, sometimes you would swear that the people who are answering those questions are in a race to see who can answer the, the fastest because there's <laughs> a fair number of us out there and, and the response is very fast. How much of a developer do I need to really get serious about PowerShell? Because working in .NET, I mean, that's a developer's job. Uh, it just seems kind of odd that I would be writing this much code, or I, I guess I'm trying to figure out how complex the code necessarily needs to be. Right. Isn't the access in the .NET just that uh, that syntax and that ability to call into these libraries? How how advanced does this get? It gets as, as advanced as you want it to be, um, <laughs> but it can also stay as simple as you would like it to be too. Because I mean, well, WMI it's not just .NET, but WMI is also a, a fairly complex um, infrastructure to go and get. Oh apps, yeah, uh, I, the various tasks you'd like to do, right? Well, writing code, I've as uh, when I put my developer hat on and tried to write code against WMI, I found it very challenging. WMI is quite opaque. It is, it is. But it's yet once you actually get in and you start learning it and you start figuring it out, it's amazing how much information that you can learn about WMI from WMI itself, uh, similar to PowerShell in that regard. Um, but looking at things like this, yeah, it can get as complex as you would like it to be. There are many admins who are writing scripts that I'm, I look at them and I'm like, oh, but you're an admin. Why are you, where are you getting this knowledge from? This, this PowerShell core product is really, it really blurs the line between a developer and an admin. And it's really making people move into more of a cross-functional role where they don't have to turn to a developer to go and write some custom product to do the work they want to do because they've gone and they've learned enough to go and do it themselves. Um, but in terms of being complex, it's more complex now than it will be in the future too. Like when PowerShell came out, uh, which is December 2006, um, they released it with 129 core commandlets. 
and they wanted to get the product out because the core engine was done. Maybe the commandlet set was not as rich as it could be. Uh, they didn't have built-in support for Active Directory, for example, but yet they had ADSI. So if you could learn how to use ADSI, you could get at, at Active Directory just fine. So they've gone, they released this product with, with what is a pretty good base set of functionality, yet if you want to get into some complex things, you have the proper um, means to do so through com.net, ADSI, WMI. Then the community turns around and the community starts developing snap-ins. Right. And so since then, Quest has created um, the Active Directory uh, snap-in, which has got Quest AD commandlets. And so you get commandlet-based access to Active Directory. And these are the de facto standard these days. Uh, the, for example, just talking about the Quest AD commandlets, it's a de facto standard for working with Active Directory in PowerShell. Um, Microsoft says that, uh, PowerShell pundits say that. You can use ADSI, but the Quest AD commandlets give it give you that functionality in a commandlet syntax so it is targeted more directly at the admin who's not a developer and doesn't necessarily want to learn complexities of some API set. So, so Quest ahead. is giving these away? Yes, these are 100% free as well. How does Quest yeah. make a living? <laughs> Quest has a huge number of products. Um, we started going around the route of giving away these PowerShell products for free uh, last year. Actually, a lot of the work we did in PowerShell last year is what uh, contributed in large part to us getting the Global ISV Partner of the Year for, for 2007. Ah. Um, it's, we're getting ourselves, you know... Um, established as being PowerShell experts. We're benefiting, benefiting from it greatly internally because we're doing a lot of research in PowerShell and we're looking at opportunities to use PowerShell inside of a lot of our product lines. And there's a lot of opportunities. Yeah, there's a lot of opportunities coming out of this for us. So um, by us contributing these things to the community for free, it's a mutually beneficial relationship. We get to interact with people directly. We learn what their pains are. We can help them out with those pains directly, which we do through PowerShell scripts, and we get ideas for our own internal products, plus we learn how to use PowerShell better ourselves and can therefore provide better solutions in the future for our product lines. And Quest does make management tools for Microsoft technologies and more, obviously. And, and other technologies, and yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, so as a developer for years now, I've been working with message stats, and I mean, that's an exchange-based product. And um, so it, developers here within Quest are often working I was talking about the blurred line. Well, we often are working in that kind of a blurred line environment because we work the admin side as well as the developer side because our products are all about IT admins and the pains that they have. And yeah, you're developing IT tools. Yes. So it's a it's a very interesting role to straddle that line and just to see, uh, off, you know, the, that mix of companies. So many that are so widely apart, where the devs and the IT folks just don't speak to each other, and then also the ones where they're deeply integrated, and, and it's folks that, that can speak both languages that uh, seem to do the best, and it seems like PowerShell is very well positioned to create more folks like that. It certainly is, and the opportunities that PowerShell gives to be able to integrate products is just huge because of the fact that it's opening up this common API set, this common set of commandlets to go and access all these different things, and I think you're going to see a lot of lights start going on as people thinking, well, once I have this, I can go and do, you know, this other thing that is in a totally different product with this and pull these two pieces together that I couldn't normally have done before. Very powerful stuff. Gentlemen, we're coming down to the last couple of minutes. Uh, some other final words and other concerns? Um, I've kind of gone through most of what I wanted to say here, uh, talking about PowerShell and, and the free stuff that we're doing here at Quest. You guys gave me a lot of good questions, which has really, really helped. 
Well, it's really exciting stuff. I think we're we're still just getting our hands around all the possibilities of PowerShell, and it's great to see this infrastructure and this community growing up around it and uh, sharing all the uh, thoughts and capabilities with each other so that we it all makes it easier for everybody to manage these things. Well, I got one final note I should probably say for the users that are out there. For sure. Um, if you haven't started looking at PowerShell yet, and you are working as an IT admin, or even if you're working as a developer, uh, PowerShell is what you can do with it. The, the things you can do with it are just huge. There's such a variety of things you can do with it, and it's only going to grow. I've seen over the past year from when I started getting much more heavily involved in it, the number of new products and the number of companies that are participating in this growing community, this ecosystem that Tony Redmond talked about. It's just getting more and more and more every day. And a day doesn't go by that I'm not learning something new with PowerShell, and I've been using it for a while. PowerShell 2 is in the pipeline now. It's in a community technology preview. It adds things that um, they didn't have time to put in version 1 simply because they wanted to get it in our hands and let us start using it early. Um, so PowerShell 2 adds great things like remoting. So you can take a PowerShell script and you can run it on a target system that has PowerShell 2 installed uh, directly from your own system that you're sitting at through the, through the PowerShell console, and many, many other great features that are being added in the product. So this is only going to grow. If you haven't started looking at PowerShell now, you really, really should, because it's going to take a while for you to get up to speed on it. Not too long, but it has a little bit of a learning curve. And the earlier you get onto that bandwagon, the better off that you'll be. You know, one of the ways that I've found is a, just a good way to get an introduction to this is to jump over to Channel 9 at, uh, you know, over at Microsoft Channel 9 site. Uh, and I see you have a couple of videos on the, on the Power GUI site, and I'm sure there's a variety of others. Um, but sometimes just watching the screencasts and the videos really can get you quickly up to speed, especially if you're a visual person with understanding what, what the capabilities are. There are some great screencasts available, absolutely. Uh, Don Jones did a great presentation at TechEd 2007. You can find that by searching for that online on Microsoft site somewhere. And, I mean, that's about an hour and 15 minutes long. Dimitri presents a little bit at the end of that, talking about Power GUI. And, and that's a great introduction to PowerShell itself. And then, I mean, another thing you can do is you could just replace your command.exe with PowerShell's console and just start getting used to how... If you're going to do something in command at EXE, well, how would you do the same thing in PowerShell? Right. In a lot of cases, you do the exact same thing. Some cases that you can't, and so learning what those differences are will help teach you about the language. All right, gentlemen, looks like we're about out of time. Kirk Monroe, thanks very much for coming on the show. Uh, PowerShell, an exciting product. Really looking forward to seeing more and more. Thank you, guys. This has been a real pleasure. Thanks, Kirk. And we'll talk to you next week on Run As Radio. Run As Radio.